Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by Kaleida Health. How you be on this Thursday? Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. One Bills Live is the show on a very wet and soggy day here in western oh New York. Oh my gosh, we live in a fire hose. Poor man's car wash today. Oh I almost washed my car yesterday and then I saw the forecast and said, forget that. Just leave it outside. I'm good to go. It's like, you live with, it's like we live in a sprinkler system. It's, it's, it's been, like been all morning, no let up, no nonstop. It's been coming down for sure. It's melting the last of the snow that's kind of hung around. It's so bad. Well, that's, that's cool. You know, this leg's still not frozen. No, it is not. It's not going You're to be. You're expecting is it. a beating in March or the end of this month? Mm, here's what's going to happen. This is my, my incredibly. You're going to put your uh, meteorology my incredibly hat on? accurate prognostication hat on. <clears throat> We're going to get a nice little winter kiss goodbye, like some point, like after we think it's already gone. Like April? Something like that. <laughs> it'll be, we'll be playing golf, and it'll be nice. It's going to be, ah, oh, this is awesome. And then we're going to get one last little, Ugh! Yeah, if you remember last year. We're, it's going to happen. I think it was St. Patrick's Day. It was 70 degrees. And yeah. my wife was convinced that spring was here. She brought the front porch rocking chairs. She said, get the front porch rocking chairs up from the basement. We're putting them out. I said, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. I remember that. Don't be duped. <laughs> and she was completely fooled by fake spring. You know it's going to happen. We're going to get that one last little snowstorm that's going to be like, what, really? It'll be gone in a couple of days, but it'll just be, you know, one last little thing that steals two days from us. Yeah. 
maybe more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fully anticipating that. It'll happen. Yeah. We're not done. Yeah, we'll get snowed on, too, again, obviously, when it's early February. So it's – but I'm saying it's it's going to get hit and miss. I remember – I think it was like 2012 or 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. We had a year where we were on the golf course March 11th and played every day. Oh, so it never went back? Never went back. So fake spring was real spring in that instance. Fake springs was real spring, and we were always, you know, you're always packing the extra layer, and you didn't really need to. The whole trip, it was really nice. Well, that's great. That was one, the one that stands out in my mind. The one exception. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm fully expecting a kick in the teeth somewhere April, May. All right. Well, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll try to block that kick as best I can. <laughs> block that kick. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got some Bills news here. A couple of notes, as a matter of fact, not only on the coaching front with assistant coaches coming and going, reportedly, but also concerning DeMar Hamlin. As we saw late yesterday afternoon, Bill Safety DeMar Hamlin was named the winner of the NFLPA Allen Page Community Award for obvious reasons, you know, his community efforts with his Chasing Millions Foundation, uh, the work he does in his local community back in Western PA in McKees Rocks. Um, So he was the award recipient yesterday uh, at the Super Bowl where, you know, they conduct a series of different events through the course of the week, including introducing the halftime performer. And they have a press conference, among other things. But the NFL has their things. The NFLPA has theirs. So this was an NFLPA award. It's one of the highest awards given uh, to a player by the Players Association and the NFLPA made a donation to the Chasing Millions Foundation in the amount of $100,000 with Hamlin as the winner. So uh, DeMar spoke briefly to the press in attendance at that NFLPA press conference, and we're going to play you that comment from Hamlin now. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you. Uh, just thank God for being here, and um, thank the other guys who are nominated for the for the award as well, who you know did the did the work in their communities uh, alongside of me as well. Uh, giving back to my community has always been a, a big part of who I am. I'm thankful to my father who's right here behind me. Um, growing up, just watching him do community days in our community, and uh, I just always was waiting on my time when it came. One of my favorite quotes, it's a blessing to be a blessing. Um, With that being said, I plan to never take this position for granted and always have an urgent approach in making a a difference in the community where I come from and also communities across the world. So nice job by DeMar yesterday in accepting that award. Good to see him out and about. And, um, yeah, we'll see where things go for him uh, concerning a possible future playing career. There was a comment made by NFL Players Association medical director. David Sills is the league's medical chief medical officer. Dr. Tom Mayer is the NFL Players Association medical director. He was on a Sirius XM doctor radio show yesterday called Heart to Heart, and he was asked by a caller if DeMar Hamlin will ever play again. And Dr. Mayer said the following, quote, 
I don't want to get into HIPAA issues, but I guarantee you that DeMar Hamlin will play professional football again. Now, that's just one man's opinion, but that was, that was pretty eye-opening to hear that. Yes. Um, I don't know that any of us expected that to even be entertained. I mean, we're not even, what are we, a little over a month removed from the cardiac event to begin with? So I was kind of surprised to see that kind of chatter out there. But that is what he said yesterday. I guess we can all take it for what it's worth, Steve. But I don't know that the team or even DeMar is ready to go down that road yet. Yeah, and perhaps he has spoken to DeMar, and DeMar is going to give it a shot and has told people that he's going to try and do that. We haven't heard anything from him regarding that, uh, obviously. But it's, I think when you say stuff like that, it's up to DeMar whether he wants to give that a shot again, whether he wants to yeah. try that again. And, and uh, certainly he'll, you know, the doctors are going to have an enormous voice in whether that happens or not or whether he's capable of doing that or not. But certainly he looks, hey, he looked great in accepting the award yesterday. He sounds great. Uh, seems to be himself um, as he has been since uh, he started making public appearances. So it's, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be fantastic to see if he can do that. Uh, what a testament to... Uh, the guy he is and the help that he got as quickly as he got it. Yeah. So we'll just wait and see where it goes. Cause again, it's one man's opinion. Granted, it's a professional one. Um, we don't know what his knowledge of DeMar's case is, although I'm sure the PA had him look into it as their chief medical officer. So we'll just wait and see what comes of it at the appropriate time. Wild, um, Wild trade day in the NBA. We'll get into that in a second because we don't see trades like that in the NFL, maybe with the exception of some quarterback swaps. But, my God, it was nuts. But quickly, the other two Bills notes concern coaching changes. The first, Dan Graziano of ESPN is reporting that the Los Angeles Rams are going to hire Bills assistant offensive line coach Ryan Wendell to be their head offensive line coach. He's been here the last four seasons with the Bills. Obviously had a playing career with the Patriots from 2009 to 2015. You know, played in some playoff games and won a Super Bowl with them over the Seahawks. Meanwhile, NFL Network's Mike Garofolo reported yesterday, after we were already off the air, that the Bills are hiring Al Holcomb as a senior defensive assistant. Holcomb was the Panthers' interim defensive coordinator and assistant head coach this past season under interim head coach Steve Wilkes. And if you look at his coaching history, he's been in the NFL since 2009. He's worked for the Giants, the Panthers, the Cardinals, and the Browns in his career. Spent four seasons under McDermott in Carolina from 20 to 2013 to 2016, where he was the Panthers' linebackers coach uh, under McDermott. So nothing official from the team, but those are the reports that are out there. And he'll be a senior defensive assistant if, in fact, that hiring goes through, according to reports. Uh, yeah, this happens a lot, but will a, a coaching change like this, the players and coaching staff are really going to feel it. Fans are going to be like, it'll be a hard time they even knowing the guy exists, you know. There'll be a different coach up sitting in the booth in one of the slots. But it could be, be a huge plus or minus for both either team, the Rams or the Bills, 
could be a huge plus or minus, or it could be just something that we never know about and, and we read about in the paper like we just did. Like, you know, you hear it reported, then you never think yeah. about it again. It's, but the players will notice uh, and the coaching staff will notice because they're going to be, you know, different family members. It's, it's that simple. I found this quote, which came from a Panthers reporter, pretty interesting on Al Holcomb. It came from veteran NFL linebacker Frankie Louvu, who has made his bones in this league mainly as a special teams linebacker. But in any event, he said the following about Holcomb this past season. Quote, Al, I can say, is one of the best linebacker coaches in the league as far as coverages, scheming it up, and putting guys where they find their strengths within the defense. Now, the reason I found that interesting, Steve, is because we know the general philosophy of this defense under Sean McDermott is to keep it simple. You have rules you can fall back on, even if you're not lined up in the best possible play call, and you can still live to fight another play. And it's all predicated on allowing your players to play fast rather than be compromised by thinking too much because your scheme is too complicated. We saw that with Rex Ryan when he was coaching this team and this defense. Uh, McDermott's approach is completely the opposite. So I see this quote where he talks about Coach Holcomb scheming it up as far as coverages. I mean, they're all scheming things up. Don't get me wrong. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But I have to believe that we've reached a point not only in this team's development, and the build and whatnot. But also, we're at a time in the league where just lining up and playing teams straight up, there's got to be more to it than that, yeah. if, especially if you're going to beat the top-end quarterbacks in the playoffs these days. Yeah, teams are too talented offensively, and the, and the rules are slanted too far to that side of the football, in my opinion. So I wonder if this is kind of a realization like, hey, here's a guy that knows how to scheme it up sometimes and throw some curveballs at an offense or an opposing quarterback. Let's get his brain in the room, too, to try to come up with some fresh ideas for a staff that's largely been together for the better part of the last five or six years. Could it also be, and you heard, you heard him say this, he's a phenomenal linebacker coach. Could it be posturing in case Tremaine's not there? Oh, and use scheme to kind of well, cover least, up what you might yeah, lose in exactly, athletic ability? Exactly. Or maybe I suppose that's possible. Get, more guy, get some more guys up to speed to, to help with that if Tremaine doesn't get signed. Yeah, back. I mean, Bobby Babbage did a hell of a job last year taking over for his dad as linebacker's right. coach. I mean, mm-hmm. Edmonds had a career year. Milano had a first-team All-Pro year. So I don't think it's that. I, I, I tend to lean towards – I think they're looking for a fresh mind with some fresh ideas for a scheme with a staff that's largely been together, huddled in the room, same group of people for the better part of the last four or five years. I think they need some new ideas brought to the table to try to throw some curveballs at some of these top-end quarterbacks that seemingly have all the answers against Buffalo's defense, despite the fact that they've had extraordinarily successful regular seasons. Yeah, you need a dissenting voice once in a while. Somebody say, well, I get all that. What about, you know, we should, what about this? Why don't you try this? Da, 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 da. You know, do this thing. Uh, it's just a different idea. You're right, Brownie. Um, there could be a little bit of stale, yeah. staleness in the air over there. Maybe they sense it. Maybe they're looking at themselves. Shake going, it up a little bit. And we're doing, you know what? We need, some, we need some fresh eyes. Let's get somebody. So they bring a guy in. That could be some of it because this is the kind of 
time of year where if staffs will go back and look at what they did, when they did it, and why they did it, how they did it. Uh, I'm talking about schemes, personnel deployment, all the things that they look at, and do some self-evaluation and say, you know, we were all thinking the same thing. Maybe we need somebody who's not thinking the same thing. Well, I yeah, and I, and I know fans have pointed this, Bills fans have pointed this out on social media, and it doesn't go by the board on me either. Their last three playoff elimination losses – of an accomplished high achieving defense in the regular season has given up 27, 42 and 38 points in their last three playoff elimination losses. That's a problem. So I think it's wise to try to come up with somebody that can shake things up a little bit and maybe have some different ideas to bring to the table. And, you know, if this hiring in fact does go through, hopefully Al Holcomb can bring that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, sure. Um, it, it can help, but you still need to fill out a roster with some really good players. That is true. Um, to make it work, so I, certainly there are coaching staffs who get more with more out of less talent than other coaching staffs would. And I'm sure this te- this team is going to try and maximize their coaches and get the most out of their players. Yeah. But the better players you have, the better you, you play. Good players make you better. Um, Brandon Bean is as crucial to this as anybody still. The NFL Honors Award show is tonight in Glendale. Josh Allen, is is it in Glendale or is it in L.A.? I think it's in Glendale, right? I think it's in the Super Bowl city, yeah. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen is up for league MVP. The other nominees are Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson. Pretty steep group there. Head coach Sean McDermott up for NFL Head Coach of the Year. Deion Dawkins is the Bills team nominee for Walter Payton Man of the Year. And up for NFL Fan of the Year is John Lang, Bills fan who is better known as Bills Elvis. So uh, we'll see how they all fare tonight. NFL Honors airs tonight on NBC and NFL Network simultaneously and begins at 9 p.m. And that is in, it's at, in, at Symphony Hall in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, it's in Phoenix. Okay. Not Glendale, where the stadium is, but in Phoenix. That's fine. Um, elsewhere around the NFL, which, by the way, is brought to you by Collida Health, the official health care system of the Buffalo Bills, NFLPA Executive Director Demora Smith, Steve, has called for the end of the NFL combine. He thinks it is wrong to force NFL prospects to submit full medical information on themselves, which could obviously compromise their draft value. Um, He would prefer to have regional setups, I guess smaller, lesser-sized versions of the combine in different areas around the country. Of course, he wants the NFLPA to orchestrate it um, because he knows the NFL makes money off of it. But I don't see how you're changing that one. I really don't, because every NFL club will tell you flat out the number one thing they get out of the combine is the medical evals on all the prospects, because it is a quintessential part of assessing the value of a player. I mean, if they have chronic problems, they're going to get knocked for it, and you would completely understand why. It's a sport that depends on a player's physical abilities. 
So if those abilities are compromised because of medical issues, the team's not going to want to draft him as high. Why is that so hard for Demora Smith to understand? Is he just posturing here? I mean, you're not changing the combine. I think so. I I don't get why. I don't get the problem. It, it is it be is it so that they can keep medical problems secret? That's how he made it sound yesterday. I was totally perplexed. So I think, like, I don't I even th- know if you got a leg to stand on there. No, because what are you doing? You're making the game more dangerous for those guys. I mean, basically, you're saying, listen, keep your medical problems that will cause you to be a, a put more at risk as it for an injury, so these teams will draft you higher. Forget about the risk that you may or may not know about. I mean, there's been a handful of guys over the years who've been. Failed. Failed because they got in love. You got spinal stenosis. Yeah. You can't play football you can't anymore. Play fo- you should have been saved pl- that guy from paralysis. You, you can't do that. You, right. Or you've got, a, you've got something going on with your heart that what, what, didn't they find? Well, no, I went to a Division three school or whatever, yeah. and, and they, didn't, they don't check for heart murmurs or whatever that is. And I, Well, you, you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, I, I really um, think he's a little off his rocker with that one. And I'm not saying it's – I'm not – yeah – It's wrong to lie to get a job. Yeah. That's basically what you're doing. It's wrong to lie in order to get a job. Yeah. It's wrong. Now, I know people do it. I mean, we've heard all this, you know, fluffing your resume. You got people resume. in Congress doing that. <laughs> you know, you got all that stuff going on. So I get it. But it's wrong. And you can't – I think it's wrong to criticize a – process that keeps people from doing that yeah so i i don't know that he's got a leg to stand on but you know yesterday was his day at the microphone so i guess we shouldn't expect anything different the only reason they started doing the combine at all was to make it more economically feasible because these teams will not draft a guy unless they can give him a medical a physical period end of story you don't want to give us your physical yet what do you uh, fine you're off our board you are off our board and that, that's going to exclude more guys than it includes. Yeah. I mean, certainly there's going to be some guy. you know, if you get a guy like Miles Garrett at the top of the draft, you think, oh, okay, well, maybe you don't take him in the top five. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and certainly, I know for myself, when I was coming out, man, fine. You want to give me 20 x-rays? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. If I get drafted? Zap away. <laughs> yeah. That's the way they, that's the mindset. These guys, they're there to impress these clubs. Yeah. So I just don't think he gets it. There's a part of me that's just like, I don't know. I, I could never see Gene Upshaw taking this position. And I think it's due in part to the fact that he used to be a player. And he was around in the days before the NFL combine even existed. But I still think he would have a better grasp of this than Demora Smith, you know. So, I don't know. It just seems like completely out of left field. So, it, it, it boggled me a little bit. Couldn't understand quite what he was driving at with that whole stance. Uh, the Cardinals have basically leaked through certain reporters that they are not going to name a head coach until after the Super Bowl. Now, reportedly, the field has been narrowed to Mike Kafka and Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator for the Bengals and the OC from the Giants. 
What would prompt them to wait until after the Super Bowl? Here are my thoughts. Their coaching candidates, of which there are two remaining that we know of, might be interested in hiring members of the Eagles or Chiefs staffs for their coaching staff. And maybe they say, all right, well, if you got three guys from that staff that you want to hire and promote to be on your staff, maybe we just wait until after the Super Bowl. Um, maybe you want to get the full breadth of media exposure and doing it Super Bowl week, it'll kind of get lost. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But I, I'm having a hard time finding another reason why, if you have your guy, you're not just naming him. Like, what's going to change between now and Tuesday or Monday? Yeah, the availability of, to assemble their staff, probably. Right? Maybe, I mean, that's yeah, the only thing that, I can think of. That makes some sense. Um, I would say that those guys probably have an idea that, of who that's, it's going to be, whether it's going to be Kafka or Anarumo. And... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're not letting them. They just they're told them to say, listen, give me, the, give me this Sunday and then we can do it on Monday. I'll do it the next day. But there's a couple of guys on this staff that I know will come with me. And we don't want to. I don't want to upset this apple cart before I get a chance to win a world championship. You know, so that makes a lot of sense. That's the only thing I can think that's holding it up. I mean, it makes some sense, yeah. Because you got a brand new GM. You know, he wants to make a good first impression with his head coaching hire and all right. that. And Monty Austin Ford is. It's like he's still sitting out there. They haven't named anybody. Right. And and who knows? Maybe the Colts are in the same boat. Um. 
Of course, they're beginning a third round of interviews, according to reports, which is almost unheard of. I don't know what they're doing up there. It seems I don't know that anybody does. It seems dopey to me over there. I, I, I get And I'll say that Three Chris, interviews you Chris need? Ballard, Chris Ballard is a really sharp guy, and he put together a really good roster and, and a nice organization. But the way they've handled this ever since, since before they fired Frank Reich has been highly dubious. They, you know, they were, they were, and I know we could, you could tell by the the rhetoric coming out of from the podium on the press conferences when they announced it, when they were switching quarterbacks and going from Matt Ryan to Jake Erlinger, Sam Erlinger, Sam, Erlinger, Sam Ellinger, Sam Ellinger, that guy, <laughs> who that Steve did, couldn't even remember. <laughs> that was not a football decision, right? That was not a football decision. That was that was an, a higher level decision, either Ballard or the owner. I would bet owner. But and yeah. when it didn't work, and wh- they whoever, went to the next guy, the, Nick Foles. Right. And that was after they they signed him. Mid- he wasn't there to begin with, I think right? He was. Was he? Yeah. So they go to Nick Foles. That didn't work. Once again, under probably instruction from the same chain of command. So they don't, none of that worked. So they fire the guys, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So and now, I, I'm telling you this. They're going around on this. Yeah. They've interviewed everybody in the National Football League for their head coaching position, and and their interim coach wasn't even from the National Football League. So they're sitting there, and I'm telling you what, who, who is ambitious, who wants to be a successful head coach in the National Football League, not just a head coach, but yeah. a successful head coach, wants that job. There ain't nobody. Maybe not. If you got, if you feel like you're going to get a shot at some point, and that's, uh, you want no part of that. I'll bet you they've got more than one no thank you in those that round of those rounds of interviews. Oh, I would say that's safe to say, for sure, because they don't have an answer at quarterback right now. Now they do have a high draft pick, so they could quickly remedy that, but. You don't like what you're hearing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm your guy, but thank you for the time. Yeah. Kind of thing. I really appreciate the opportunity, but I don't think this is I'm the right guy for this. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's... We, uh, we are talking Super Bowl today because we're just a few days away from the big game. And topic of conversation for you, either on the tweet sheet at One Bills Live or on the phones at 803-0550. One eight 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 five fifty two five fifty is what will be the difference maker in this year's Super Bowl? What or who, for that matter? Um, fire away. Let us know what's going to tilt the scales in favor of one team or the other in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Eight zero three zero five fifty. The number to get on board. Open lines for you there. One eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. And I will say, Steve, I think top to bottom. The Eagles are the more talented roster. Um, I don't know, though. There's something about the Chiefs. They just seem so resourceful. They just yeah. They maximize opportunity. Uh, they maximize players who may not be as talented across the board as the Eagles. And here's the other one for me. They have a coaching staff and a majority of a roster that has been there before. There's only a 
couple of guys on the Eagles that were there in 2017 when they won the Super Bowl, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, um, Barnett, a couple others. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have been doing this year over year for a while now, too. Yes. Yeah, and I don't like think that should AFC be lost. Five championships in a row, three, a Super Bowl three it's of the last third, four. Yeah. Third in the last four years. It's Yeah, it is old hat for them. And I think you're right. The thing that the Chiefs do better than anybody is they, in crucial situations, they throw the football to somebody other than Travis Kelsey once in a while. They give those guys a chance. Now, certainly Kelsey makes hay against everybody they play. And there was a stat out today where in the play, in NFL history, playoffs uh, only, Mahomes and Kelsey have individual superlatives that, sur- that are the best in NFL history. You know, c- uh, completion percentage, quarterback rating, interception percentage, stuff like that. And, and Kelsey catches yards, touchdown, all that stuff. Uh, yards per game for Pat Mahomes. He's got more than anybody else yards per game on average of anybody in the playoff history. It's, it's amazing but that, that those two guys are the engine. But, that, but Reed, Andy Reed and his staff, they get contributions and they spread it around enough to make them impossible to think about just, you know, triple-teaming Travis Kelsey and daring him to beat you with somebody else because yeah. they will. And they've shown that already in the playoffs. I mean – the Bengals were double-teaming Kelsey a lot, so what did they do? They changed his alignment. Instead of an inside alignment, they put him out wide, which now opens up the middle of the field because if you're going to double-team Kelsey and he's all the way outside, now there are voids in the defense in the middle of the field, and Mahomes was exploiting the heck out of that. And right. they had to say, oh, well, screw that. We can't double-team Kelsey outside. And then they go back to Kelsey, and now he's making plays. And right. they're, they're very good at pivoting off of what that opposing defense is doing and I, I just think their collective experience in this big game, along with there's just this certain amount of moxie with the Chiefs. I don't know. I think I think Philly is the more talented roster, but I don't know. The Chiefs somehow find a way every time, even in an instance where they might be outgunned in terms of talent, still might be able to get it done. So we're talking to you about that. What will be the difference maker in this year's Super Bowl? 803-0550-1888-550-2550, the number to get on board. We take a break here, but we're back with your phone calls and your tweets next on One Bills Live, presented by Collida Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker on a Thursday, and we're talking Super Bowl. What will be the difference maker in this year's big game between the Chiefs and the Eagles? We go to the phones at 803-0550, where we do have a line open for you. And we lead off with Kevin in Hamburg. What do you got for us, Kevin? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I want to say a couple of things. First, to talk about the weather. You were talking about the wonderful not having fool's gold weather and all that. You were talking earlier with Steve about Oh, yeah, yeah. April 2014, Easter Sunday was 65 and Palm Sunday was like 81. It felt like we were in New Orleans or something. That was a wonderful Palm Sunday, and it never went bad to being back or back to being bad till the next winter. So that was 2014. It was Palm Sunday was like 81. Easter yeah. was like 67. I'll buy that for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And about your question, I think with two number one seeds, I think it will be whoever makes the least worst mistake at the worst time. And it don't have to be a turnover. 
Look at that penalty on Pat, against Patrick Mahomes. Well, not on him, but the guy who pushed him out of bounds pretty much sealed the game for the Chiefs. Yeah. Or maybe hitting the kicker, trying to block a punt, and you can't get your defense off the field because you whacked the kicker or something like that. So it don't have to be a touchdown. It could be a pass interference. They, you think you're out of bounds or think it's the defense goes off the field. Nope, you got to go back on because you got a 50-yard pass interference or something. So, yeah, do you think so? You think Kevin, this game might come down to somebody making a catastrophic mistake? Yeah, something like that, or maybe even a, a small one, like a big eighty-yard right. run, and like, oh, there was a little holding in the backfield or something. Yeah, I hear you. All right, thanks, Kevin. Uh, if Kevin thinks that's all it's going to take, he's got to also believe it's going to be a pretty close that's what game. I was then. thinking too. Yeah, and I, it's hard to pick against either of these teams as good as they're playing and as talented as they are, and. It's hard to be, ever bet against Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid. Um, it's really going to be – yeah, it's a hard game to call because the explosiveness of Kansas yeah. City does not seem to be diminished without Tyreek Hill like everybody thought it might be. And, of course, the Eagles are a, this juggernaut on both sides of the ball. Their defensive pass rush is unbelievable, and their offense is, is a steamroller. So, yeah, it's hard to pick. Uh, I think Kansas City is still going to score points. Uh, I think they'll still have a plan. I don't think Philly has – there's no way Philly has saw seen a quarterback this season anywhere uh, like Kansas City, Buffalo, Sandy, or L.A., uh, Cincinnati. You know, yeah. the, the, Philly, the Eagles just didn't face those guys week in, week out like the Chiefs defense did. And I think their, their defense is going to be like, oh, my gosh. You know, how's this guy do this? Yeah. They're going to, I think they're going to get caught off a little flat footed. So we'll see. But I, yeah, I, I'm kind of with him. I think this might be a pretty close game. Let's go back to the phones and we go to Judy in Buffalo next. What do you got for us, Judy? <clears throat> Sorry, guys, but I don't really care who wins on Sunday. <laughs> uh, my point is the Bills have blown two years now where they were viable candidates for the Super Bowl. Okay. I want to know what it's going to take to get somebody like Brandon Cook on this team to make a difference. The Bills have only one chance, and that's to score 35 points per game. I don't care what they do with the defense. Last year, we won three games by three points. Otherwise, uh, it would have been a dismal season for us. So what is it going to take to get somebody like Brandon Cook to make a difference so we have this great quarterback and we're going to waste him if if we don't get moving on the offense. Yeah, uh, valid question, Judy, and, and thanks for the call. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the Bills can and cannot do in terms of, you know, free agency or trades. Now, Cooks is still under contract in Houston. We know that at the trade deadline last year, he wanted out and was very disappointed when he was not moved at the trade deadline last fall. And he does have an out in his contract, but it's not until after this year where the cap hit is significantly reduced for the Texans, who are still looking to build their roster back up. Now, that's not to say you couldn't swing a deal and get him in a trade, but I would think, you know, 30-year-old receiver and for the Bills to fit that contract under the cap, because he's got a base salary of $18 million this year, um, 
you might have to spread some of that money out. So it might have to be like a sign and trade type situation, not to mention the fact that you'd be giving up assets in return just to land him. And I, th- I think more of what we can address there, you know, just for everybody listening and, and callers who want to call in and talk about the same thing, to bring in another big-time wide receiver is what she's talking about. Yeah. And whether it's Brandon Cooks or a guy like Jamar Chase or T. Higgins or, you know, any of these other guys – find a guy who can balance the field away from Steph Diggs. So I get that, and I'm kind of with you. It looks like to me, like a lot of Bills fans, that the league is headed towards, listen, just play defense with whatever you've got left over after you build as good an offense as you can. There's a lot of that going around. Yeah, and I get it. And I I'm do too. all for it. <laughs> I do too. I, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. We got that guy taking snaps. Give him what he needs to be successful. Um, I don't care if you you got to go get a you know a new offensive line and a bunch of receivers. You, you need to do it because that's what it's going to take to keep up. If you can score points, nobody can really run off and leave you. So I'm kind of with Judy there from Buffalo. Whether it's Brandon Cooks or somebody else, I don't really care. I don't have a favorite, but I know that you know you. I think you need to scare defenses in the back end more than the Bills were doing it this year. Uh, and it, and Josh can help that, too, by being more efficient in the pocket like he was in the first four, five, six weeks of the season when that was the most noted difference between Ken Dorsey and Brian Dayball was the fact that the Bills were staying on the field a lot. They were taking their yards per attempt, air yards per attempt, were significantly down from a year ago. Yep. And they were they were hanging 31 in week one, 41 in week two. I mean, they were lighting them up. So, yeah, I like the philosophy. Go out and get somebody to balance the field away from Steph Diggs, give Josh more weapons, protect him better, and then see what you can do with the defense. And that the reason we can't answer your question directly, Judy, even though you gave us a, an example of Brandon Cooks, is because depending on who the target is, what it's going to take is going to be different. So, you know, if you're going for a midline guy because you can't afford to pay top dollar for a receiver because of your cap constraints – well, then it's just going to take a contract in the neighborhood of 10 to $12 million a year. If you're going to trade for somebody like a Brandon Cooks, obviously there's going to be some assets going out the door, whether it's a player or draft capital. So it's going to differ based on who they decide to target come, the, come free agency. And then I still would say, even if they add a free agent receiver, there's probably drafting one as well. And I'll just give you a quick rundown of some free agent receivers because the pool, there are some recognizable names, but I don't know that there's many world beaters. And this is obviously before teams make cap cuts, like just cut guys outright from right. the roster because they're up against it like and have Mike to get Th- under. Like Mike Thomas in New Orleans. Yeah, perfect example. But here are your guys that you know are going to be free agents. Nelson Aguilar, Sterling Shepard, DJ Chark, Randall Cobb, Marvin Jones, Julio Jones, Byron Pringle, Alan Lazard, Jacoby Myers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jarvis Landry, Cam Sims. I mean, you can run down. It's a long list. Paris Campbell. Sammy Watkins, Jamison Crowder. Darius Slayton. Yeah, Keelan Cole, Brashad Perryman. There's a long list Nicole of guys Hardman, that are going to be out Paris there. Paris Campbell, Noah Brown. I mean, it's a, it's a three-page list. And basically what you're doing is there's two questions you've got to ask. What's it going to take to get him? And is he better than – he doesn't have to be better than Steph Diggs. Is he better than Gabe Davis or as good as Gabe Davis? Or is he better than Shaquille, Khalil Shakir, 
Is he better than Jamison Crowder? All that. It can, how's he fit in your roster? If he's going to be better than those guys or has more a different skill set that you really want? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And you can get him. Well, you know, that, that's, yeah. the conversa- that's the beginning and the end of the conversation right there. Yeah, go get him. Let's go back to the phones and to Jerry in Buffalo. What do you got for us, Jerry? How you doing, guys? Uh, I, I want to make a comment about how we uh, finished the season with that uh, Cincinnati and uh, Buffalo game when our man got hurt there and they canceled the game. I felt the NFL should have canceled the whole week. There should have been no game Sunday. And then on that following Thursday, the Bills should have played Cincinnati to make up that game. And then that would decide the fate of the playoffs. If they win, they get a bye on that wild card playoff. So they get a bye. If they lose, they don't get a bye. They play. But they didn't do it that way. They just put it, say, well, we'll have a place that will be neutral for both teams. By doing that for both teams, Buffalo, all the people that make money when the Bills are playing in town are going to lose out on that. Uh, these other towns and, and other cities are going to make the money. They should have canceled that 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 whole week. Yeah, that I, Jerry. Two reasons why that was never going to happen. Number one, there's too much money to be lost by the league by canceling the entire Week 18 slate. The league wasn't going to entertain that. Number two, your suggestion: scrap Week 18, have the Bills play Thursday, the following Thursday. If they don't win that game. They have three days to get ready for their first playoff game. Four days maximum, even if they play it on Monday night on Wild Card Weekend. So no, that's right. I said cancel the like cancel that whole week, that Sunday for the games. Then when the Bills play Sunday, then they start off the following week against uh, next Saturday Wild Card playoff, and it would have been good for Buffalo because they would have had a bye. Well, you're assuming if they won, yeah, but if they didn't win, they'd have to play that week, that same weekend. Do you honestly think that if it was any other team that that happened to, that they would have done what they did to, to, to Buffalo? No, it's all money, like you said, it's all money. But, but why do you they, think why do you think Buffalo is being made an example of? You're saying no other team would have been given that. You, you think that yeah. if it was any other team, they would have scrapped Week 18 for the whole league? Where's yeah, but they just pushed the, the NFL like boy they when they had that pandemic game. They, they did the season. They pushed uh, extra games on, extra weeks. If they could do that for that, then they could do it. It's not, they're not going to lose. It'll just be an extra week long. That's all. One week off for everybody, and then the playoffs will resume after that. And, and add another week on to the season. That's all. They did it for the pandemic. Why couldn't they do that 
for this. This was some, don't get me wrong, what happened to that guy? His life was more important than anything. And that's why they, yeah. what they did was good by canceling the game. But just add another week on to the season. Don't give – you got so much – this was our chance. I'm being honest. This is our, it was our chance. You yeah. know, they got the, – the officiating was terrible this year for everybody, every team. I've seen some games. I've seen holding calls. You, you get a guy gets a call for hands in the face, and the other guy's got the, – the offensive player's got his hands in the guy's jersey and in his equipment – but they couldn't see that, and then he tried to put it where he got him, you know, hands yeah. to the face. I, I get what you're saying, Jerry. We're, we're unfortunately up against the break. Um, I, I think this is what people have to accept once and for all about officiating. It's never going to be perfect. You have humans officiating a game that moves extraordinarily fast. They have seven, eight officials on the field. They're never going to see it all. They're, they're just yeah. not. Yeah. And you have to go into every game accepting the fact they are going to miss some things. They even added a sky judge to help miss fewer things. Right. And they still and they miss do. things. They do miss fewer things, and they do correct things without telling anybody. They don't announce it, so we don't all know that they actually got it right instead of what, instead of not right. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I get it, too. As soon as the league, as soon as that game was canceled, you knew it was going to be a very difficult situation for the league because at the end of the season, they can't really delay it or push Week 18 out. They just can't do any of that. The venues may not be available. There's too many logistical problems from changing cities, changing games, doing all that. It wasn't easy to get the game to be put in Atlanta if in case, if indeed it needed to be put there. That wasn't easy. Uh, there's a ton of questions that had to be answered, and they just didn't have time to do it because there was only a week left in the regular season. So I get it. It wasn't perfect. You knew as soon as the league canceled that game and they decided that they were going to just – have the Bills and Cincinnati go with 16-game schedule. You knew it would, any answer was never going to be fair. And they did the best they could under they tight The best circum- of a bad situation. Yeah, it was a bad situation. Um, I don't know that your, and I, 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 your, your opinion and your plan was just as valid as the 4 million others that we heard about during that time and what they should do, what they could do, what they should have done. That was all, if that was all in a perfect world, maybe some of those other things would have worked better than what they did. But this is what they did. So going back and harping about it is not going to help us. Um, I'm just glad DeMar Hamlin, there's people who think out there that he's going to be another f- a football player here in the very near future, which is awesome. But um, when he was on the field in Cincinnati on a Monday night, a lot of us would have traded, traded that, traded the entire season just to have him being able to do what he's doing now. So, and, and your contention that it was the Bills' year, after that happened – we learned very quickly the Bills just weren't the same football team. And as tragic as that situation was, the ripple effects of the impact that had on the rest of the players in that locker room, I think changed that team for the rest of this season. They were not the same team after that. And to say that, you know, they were destined to win the Super Bowl were it not for that event, I I don't know if we can go there. So it's just a tough theory to prove jerry so i hope you understand where we're coming from we got to take a break but uh, we'll take more phone calls when we come back here on one bills live presented by collider health it's buffalo bills radio all right welcome back to one bills live chris brown steve tasker want to get right back to the phones and if you got bill stuff that's fine but we're also asking you what will be the difference maker in this year's super bowl between the chiefs and the eagles back to the phones we go and we go to ron in myrtle beach what do you got for us ron uh 
a longtime Buffalo fan here. Uh, grew up watching uh, uh, Chet Mutrin and uh, the Buffalo Bills in in uh, in the old stadium. But uh, just while uh, a humorous uh, note I want to g- give you here is down here they're offering a deal uh, that uh, you can uh, have your a new air conditioning, which are, was in the na- neighborhood of around ten thousand uh, dollars, free uh, if the uh, Chiefs win the game. And I thought I'd just pass that on to you. Wow. Are you in the market for a new AC there, Ron? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that's that's kind of strange, especially in South. I mean, I know it's like, the Super Bowl and everything. Is it a but- drawing? If Casey wins the game, they're going to draw somebody's name, or anybody who wants it can get one. Anybody who wants it, you sign up from now to the to the game time, and wow. uh, they they have it, and uh, <laughs> they're either going to go broke or, or get a a, a a big deal. I'll so, hang up and listen to your. Yeah, response. thanks, Ron. I think uh, I think somebody in that air conditioning company has a good in at the sports books in Vegas. They must know something we don't. I'm gonna wait like AC units. I mean, that's like betting on black or red. Yeah. Like Chiefs win, you win too. Here's a free AC unit. Why would they I mean? Do I understand that? that's that's a, an effective way to build up a customer list. Like people that might be in the market for an AC are giving me their name, address, phone number, email, all of that. So now I have a database. But you got to give it to them free if but, the, if the wrong team if, wins. <laughs> if the Chiefs win, as Ron said, they are probably going broke. He said in the, like an AC unit in the neighborhood of ten grand. Yeah. Is that right? I, I'd like to see the fine print on that one. Yeah, me too. What What is the? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not even gonna try. Like straight up, just win. I don't know. That's wow. What the man said. Okay. There's an AC company in Myrtle Beach off their rocker. Apparently. Rolling the I, dice. It sounds like. I would say for sure. I'm not even questioning it. Uh, got a good second hour coming up for you. We'll have more discussion on what you think the difference maker will be in this year's Super Bowl. Uh, we also have ESPN, NFL, and college football analyst Sam Acho coming your way in hour number two as well. You'll want to stay tuned for that as we talk Super Bowl with him along with his new book. So we'll get all of that coming up in hour number two here on One Bills Live presented by Collider Health. This is Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots 
of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.